0: What is going on, everybody? What is going on? It's your boy David here, back with another episode for the Top Bunk Sports Podcast. And we have a lot to talk about considering what went down yesterday during the NBA trade deadline. A lot of trades happened. Um, Wasn't a very good day for me because, uh, you know, my squad, the Knicks, did not make a move. So, you know, I guess they're rolling out with the original team that they started out in the season. Not that I'm upset by that because, you know, I want Julius Randle and the entire team to do great. Um, but, you know, with everything that's been going on around him with the way his attitude has been, with stuff coming out about the way he's been acting, you know, you don't you don't want that to carry over and you don't want something to 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 fall down within the team. Um, and that's you know that's when you take the opportunity to trade him i don't understand why they didn't make a move i'm assuming either because you know they want him to stay and they want him to to continue being successful like he is right now um with the past four games that we've played he's been putting up great numbers um this is kind of the julius Randle that we saw last year um and honestly if the team starts catching fire and he's continues to play the way he's been playing. Um I do see us making the playing tournament. I don't see us getting like the sixth or fifth seed as sad as it is because we made the fourth seed last year. But you know, as long as we, we get to we get to that and we can get in the playoffs in the first round, I'm happy. You know what I mean? I'm very happy. Um you know they Like like I said, they didn't make any trades. And, yes, I was upset by that because I was like, you know, if if Julius Randle is going to keep playing like this, we need to trade him. Um, and I guess he kind of proved that. He kind of proved – he didn't prove that point. I'm saying he kind of proved us wrong when he, you know, played the way he played uh, um, last night against the Warriors, which we won, by the way, 116 to 114, close game. Um, we got to be better with our free throws, clutch free throws. Um, we can't be missing free throws like that. are lucky that Klay Thompson didn't hit that shot uh, to tie the game. But, you know, you have that. That kind of, you know, got me up a little bit because I was upset that they didn't make any trades. Um, but it was kind of overtaken by the whole trade with the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers. As you may, may or may not know, The Brooklyn Nets traded uh, James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers for Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Um, And, honestly, Brooklyn won that. (laughs) Brooklyn won that. There were talks of, of like, you know, James Harden not wanting to be there. I mean, eventually he ended up coming out and kind of saying it. There were reports that he already said that he wanted to be out. Um, But... There were reports that they didn't want him to be there before he even came out and said that he wanted to be out because they knew that he wasn't going to be there long-term. You know, They could see that he was frustrated with the team and kind of what was going on. I mean, when you're losing 10 games straight and then you end up having to deal with the fact that Kyrie is a part-timer, which doesn't help. It doesn't help. Um, KD is not here. Uh, and, you know, the bench is not really playing like they were in the beginning. Because their bench wasn't bad. Their bench was not bad at all. Um, then they kind of, you know, they got, they've got they gotten cold. So, you have a lot on your plate to deal with. And you're kind of taking over the team a little bit. Um, you know... James Harden wants to win a ring. And if he, you know, looks at himself and he's like, you know, I don't think we will be able to win a ring like this, you know, it's time to move on. And that's what they kind of saw. Um, and the same thing as as far as the 76ers. Ben Simmons was not cooperating. I mean, you know, he wasn't playing. He was paying so much. He was willing to pay so much money in fines um, just so he wouldn't have to play with this team and you know it sucks because the guy you know it all started because the guy couldn't make a layup in the playoffs not in the playoff series the most important game you know you had a chance you had a chance to 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 change the dynamic of the game by making that layup you passed it up and you know the rest is history you know the fans didn't mess with him um and you know it's it's i would i would say it was it's the pressure that got to him because if it wasn't no pressure, you would have not made that move. And you know, he he feels away because the fans aren't respecting him. You know, the, at the end of the day, it, it it's now it's Joel Joel Embiid's team and it's his city. No matter if Harden is there or not, it's always gonna be his team and his city. Um, and you know, Philadelphia just at this point they were like, listen, if you're not gonna play, we gotta trade you. But at the same time, they know his worth they know his value and they know what he brings to the table so they're not just going to give him up for anybody they they need value pieces pieces back um and that's uh and that's what they got you know it it had to it had to it had to be it had to make sense like it had to be something that it was worth going out and you know just giving away you know that's what they did the only thing about th- this trade for 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 me you know in my opinion is when you look at it from seven the 76ers standpoint giving away a big man like Andre Drummond even though he's not really like one of the top big men in the league he still does a lot for you defensively um and giving away a great shooter like Seth Curry uh he was able to he was able to to create a lot that's the thing about Seth Curry is that he makes everybody else's job so much easier because he can shoot um he, he you know when when he gets the ball in his hands, he 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 makes a lot. He makes a lot of good. He makes a lot of uh different moves that it's like it's easy. You know what I mean. So you kind of lose that, and it goes down. It goes downhill from that. And Brooklyn was able to get that. Now Brooklyn has shooters. Um, you know, especially because you don't know if Joe Harris is coming back. They haven't said if he's coming back or not. Um, this season. So I think you know losing losing those two from the 76ers standpoint uh, hurts a little bit um, because, you know, they they need an actual big man coming off the bench. Um, Brooklyn doesn't have that, so I see I, I can see Brooklyn taking that. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we don't know what those two first-round picks turn out to be. Um, and right now the 76ers are just trying to win a chip. That's, that's literally what it is at this point. Um, and so is so is Brooklyn so I could see this becoming an Easter Conference Finals I would definitely like to see it um, I know from what they've said that this, the 76ers and Brooklyn play I think in Philly March 10th so that I'm definitely looking into like that I can't wait for um, and yeah There were other trades as well um, that were made. But before I kind of go into those, another shocking thing that I didn't see coming where the Lakers not making a move, at least for Russell Westbrook. I mean, you talk about a team that everybody had their money on to win a title this year. Um, You pick up guys like Malik Monk, who's having a fabulous season. You pick up somebody like Carmelo Anthony that can help you off the bench because he can drive, he can post up. Uh, he could shoot um you even though you never really had Anthony Davis for a good amount of time cuz he's been injured and he's freaking injury prone at this point he's, um he's fragile um you know you just you you just don't you just don't know with him but you know they were hoping that this season he would he would he would be healthy it didn't turn out like that and you know, you you end up getting somebody like Russell Westbrook, at, um, and when you get somebody like Russell Westbrook, it you kind you you know it's a sense of relief because you have somebody that that can move the ball um, with a great IQ. Uh, he can't shoot, but he can definitely you know post up and drive into the paint. You know, you would think it would help you. It's not helping them. <laughs> so. You know, as far as right now, I don't see the Lakers making the playoffs. I really don't. I I think the Lakers what they need to do is I think they need to uh, um, they they really need to just learn from this mistake. Cause honestly, they could have put Russell Westbrook up, and I'm sure somebody would have given him some valuable pieces uh, to get Russell Westbrook. Cause he is still one of the top guards in the league. Um you know everybody's out here disrespecting his name, and it's like if you had Russell Westbrook and he ends up having a beautiful season, you wouldn't be saying what you're saying about him. So, you know, people still gotta put some respect on on Russ's name. But you know they definitely could have put they definitely could have put him up uh, for trade, and I I guess, I guess they didn't. The only team that kind of reached out to them uh, for Russ was the Houston Rockets. And they said that they were willing to give up John Wall, um, for Russ, but uh, it needed to include a first-round pick. And the Lakers were like, "Nah, bro. Yeah, we're struggling, but we're not giving. We're not gonna give a first rounder for John Wall. And honestly, it kind of makes sense to me because John Wall hasn't been playing the you know to the level that we know he can. So many injuries." You don't know like what exactly you could get out of him, and you're giving him up for an elite guard and a first rounder- now it doesn't work like that back then absolutely now it doesn't work like that um but yes, now into more of the trades that you know went down last night we got uh Marvin Bagley to the Suns for Serge Ibaka to the Bucks in a four team trade. Just picking up Serge Ibaka on the Bucks, that that that's a good pickup. Because the Bucks for years now, I mean you kind of saw it last year when they won the chip, but they kind of established themselves and got themselves ready to be put in that position. Um you know, if if it wasn't if it wasn't in 2020 in the bubble, you know them winning a title, it definitely had to be last season. Um, and it kind of started with them sweeping Miami after Miami swept them in <laughs> in the bubble, um, which came out of nowhere. I'm th- I'm I'm sure everybody was shocked that that happened, but you know you you with that team they they structured themselves as well. Like they don't have to move anybody. Because that team right there, that that there everybody's picking my the Milwaukee Bucks to to win the title this year. Everybody. Everybody. And again, if the Knicks run if the Knicks run into the Bucks in the playoffs, you know, by any chance, it's gonna be hard. It's definitely gonna be hard because they're no team to, you know, mess around with. They're a hard team to beat. Um I think they're first. I think they're first, um, you know, and if they are first, they are first for a reason. They're a dominant team. They are really dominant. Um, so I think adding, uh, an, an, uh, offense, I would say offensive, but defensive presence as well. Like Serge Ibaka definitely helps them in the paint. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. The, the, the Kings are getting Josh Jackson and, uh, John Trey Lyles from the Pistons. The Clippers are getting uh Samuel Hale and Rodney Hood from the Bucks. Um and the Bucks also got two uh future second round picks and cash. So you know, it works out for it works out for the Bucks mostly. Um the Kings have been, you know, making moves uh since they um traded Tyrese Hollenberg and um and uh, Buddy Heal. Uh, to the Indiana Pacers for uh, uh, Donovan Sabonis and uh, uh, Jeremy Lamb and, and Justin Holiday, which that trade to me made no sense. I'm gonna be honest with you because with Tyrese Hallibur, with Tyrese Tyrese Hollibur, you you build around. That's that's a guy that you build around, and the thing is, you know, not a lot of well, a lot of players do. But with Ty with Tyre with Tyrese he wanted to be there. Like he wanted to 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 build with the Kings. He wanted to to, to to be one of those guys where it was like, you know, he stuck with us. We built around him. We built around Fox. Um we have veteran presence like uh Harrison Barnes. You know, we can definitely make a run in the playing tournament. And, you know, who knows what we'll get. But we can definitely make a run and I guess they didn't see that it to me it just like it doesn't make any sense at all whatsoever you lost a great piece now it's going to be even harder to uh to try to make that run um not saying that Jeremy Lamb or Justin Holiday are you know are not good and Sabonis Sabonis so is pretty you know Sabonis so is is a pretty good big man I like him not saying that the other two are not that good but I don't think those are the two guys that are gonna get you into that into that hump. Now, if they do, you know, credit to them because we've seen that happen with a lot of uh, uh, guys that are traded. You know, we always say like, "Damn, that makes no sense." Why would they trade him? And then he ends up becoming a, a star and on that team. So it's like, okay, so you never know. It, it it could plan out well, whatever. We you know, you never know at the end of the day. Um, we have that. We have, uh, the Raptors trading Goran Dragic to the Spurs, um, and the Spurs are going to buy him out, uh, buy him out. I remember the Knicks, the only thing I could say about this one is that I remember the Knicks kind of were like, you know, putting themselves in, in that conversation to get him because there was going to be like a three, uh, I think it was a three-team trade. Yeah, it was a three-team trade between the Raptors, the Lakers, and the Knicks, um, where the Knicks would end up getting Goran Drogic. um, but they never really like went into detail as far as like what like who will get who but all I know is that the Knicks kind of were were gonna get Goran goingdrorick, but I guess you know that didn't fall through um he's going to his person. and they'll buy him out, hopefully uh, some team will pick him up, maybe the Mavs. <laughs> we'll see um then you have the Celtics trading Bobo um and at uh p g dozer to the magic it says uh the nuggets trading him to the celtic uh to the celtic and then it says boston is sending Bo and p g dozer a second round pick and cash to the magic for a for for a second rounder okay not not too crazy but okay i i, I see where this is going um, they also traded Josh Richardson to the Spurs for Derek uh, Derek White. They needed shooters. Derek White could shoot. He's really good from three. Josh Richardson was not helping them at all. So this is a good trade for the Celtics. Um, the Pacers traded uh, Tory Craig to the Suns for Jalen Smith. Um, and Tory Craig was just <laughs> was just with Phoenix last year, and that's the funny part. Um, so wow. Okay. Um and then another uh sleeper, the Wizards, um trading I don't know why I said another. This is the first sleeper I kinda mentioned. My bad. Um the Wizards are trading Montrez Harrell to the Hornets. That that's actually a good pick up on the Horn on the Hornet side. Because they naturally don't have a big man and Montrez Hell could do a Hero could do a lot for you. He can defend in the paint, he can rebound, he can score in the paint, like, he does a lot, so I think with, you know, the great season, the good season that the Hornets are having, and them trying to make, you know, the playoffs this year, um, and if they don't make, uh, a, a sixth or fifth seed, um, and they make the playing tournament, at least, you know, he'll definitely, you know, be a big part of that, because he's, he's a really good, he's a really good center to me, um, what's next, then we got the Suns getting Aaron Holiday. Um. Yeah, the Suns are getting Aaron Holiday from the Wizards. Um. That one, caught, that one, I guess was okay. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the another one that came out of nowhere. Um. Kristaps Porzingis, uh, got traded to the Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, I didn't really like understand that until like I started like listening to like some of the analysts that were you know breaking down that trade. Um and from the Mavs perspective I I get it when it comes to Porzingis because Porzingis is always hurt and you never see the dude. You know what I mean? You never we I don't even I can't even recall the last time he you know I've seen him play. Whenever the Mavs would play like on on TNT or ESPN um I don't remember. As far as getting uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, that's good because they necessarily don't have shooters like that. So you have somebody that can shoot, uh, that can move the ball, uh, create space on the floor, and just be a natural point guard, you know what I mean? He definitely helps the Mavs a lot um, coming off the bench. Um, So I I can't wait. And I can't wait to see what is does with the Wizards because there's a lot of question marks going around in the in that organization right now. And then the last one would be the Celtics trading Dennis Shooter and Ennis Freedom to the Rockets. Um and uh the Celtics got a uh, uh Daniel Tice. Um in return. So Daniel Tice is going back to the Celtics. Uh he was, you know, I think that's a good thing for him cuz he'll be more comfortable there considering the fact that he's been there uh, for most of his career, but you know Dennis Schroeder, um, and and his freedom going to the Rockets. Not that I've heard anything about uh and his freedom, but I know that uh nobody was really messing with Dennis Schro uh Schroeder, um, in the Celtics locker room, and the fans weren't really giving him like any respect. Like the fans didn't really mess with his vibe. They didn't really fuck with it. So you have that and. You know, and then looking at all what I listening to what I just said, I make sense on why he was traded. Um But yeah those were all the trades that happened. I also forgot to mention uh another one that was kinda heartbreaking. Uh this happened I think uh I think this happened like two, three days ago or so. I'm not to mistake, if I'm not mistaken. But the Portland Trailblazers traded uh cj McCullum cj for uh josh hart and draft compensation that was that was sad because you know i never thought and i'll be really honest with you i never thought that portland would ever break up that duel i mean you know they had to do something and they're kind of rebuilding as you can see i mean you know now that dame is out uh And it's, like I said, it's sad, but it's business. Um, I didn't see it coming, but it helps New Orleans because, you know, with New Orleans trying to be in in the playing tournament, you have an elite scorer, an elite shooter, somebody that that has playoff experience, um, and, you know, he's going to be vibing out with Brandon Ingram um, and the other young cores. I keep forgetting their name. But the the young cores that uh, the Pelicans have, and hopefully if Zion could get his shit together, and come back, um, they'll definitely be a a solid team. I could see it happening. But yes, those were the trades that happened on the trade deadline. Um, the biggest one, like I said before, was the anticipated uh Nets and Seventy Sixers trade with. James Harden and Ben Simmons. <coughs> Excuse me. And, yeah. Now that the trade deadline has passed, we just got to see what the season holds up for us. I hope that the Knicks can get on the run after beating the Warriors. And, you know, if we make the play-in tournament, we make the play-in tournament, and we do what we got to do. Um, But let's see. Moving on, we got... Uh, the Super Bowl coming up in 2 days. Yes. And I'm excited for a couple of reasons. One because you have a team in the Cincinnati Bengals who haven't made the Super Bowl in so long. You know, then you draft Joe Barrow, I think in 2019 and Look where he gets you. And, you know, let's say if they don't win the Super Bowl, that's, to me, you know, you build off that. That team that you had right now, you don't move that. You don't move that. You keep that team. If there's, if you're able to add pieces, you're able to add pieces and make it better. But you don't move that team because that team can be definitely, you know, knock on wood. But if they don't, you know, get messed up by injuries or anything like that you're good because you you can definitely go at it again and just keep going it's the same thing with the Chiefs, the Chiefs never really you know, changed anything up and that's why they've been able to make the playoffs especially with, you know just the experience of Patrick Mahomes and always knowing um, how smart he is and how good his football IQ is Um, so you have that you have My son, uh, OBJ, who I've been a fan of since he first came up with the Giants, you know, looks more comfortable, um, looks happier than he was with the Giants. I mean, even though he was a a wrecking ball over there, you know, he looks happier um, now that he's with the Rams and he's not with the fucking Cleveland Browns. um, And he's playing playing his very first Super Bowl, man. He's about to get a ring. Um, As far as me you know choosing I'm probably going to go for the Rams. I wanted to go for the for the Bengals cuz they're the underdogs, but you know, I got to go for the Rams because of OBJ. Like that's just how I you know, that's just me. Um and then, yeah, it's definitely going to be fun. I cannot wait. And you know, we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what we get out of, out of it. I think it's it's going to be a close game. I don't even think it's going to be a blowout i'm I'm giving it that chance, I think uh I don't even think it's gonna be a bad game. I think it's gonna be back and forth. I can't wait, man, but um yeah this this isn't really gonna be you know this episode wasn't gonna be long, like my other ones because I was just you know gonna talk about the the trade deadline and you know my opinion on it a little bit. And, you know, let's see what these trades do. Ben Simmons, you know, they're going to take their time acclimating him in that lineup. Um, And I'm sure 76ers will do the same as well. But I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what these two do in their new teams. Um, But, yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for the support once once again. And I'll see you guys uh, next Friday. Thank you guys. Peace.